Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 64 of Dads in Gaming. I'm your host, Octane Pro, joined, as always, by Glock9 and Goldie. Welcome back, guys. What it is, what it do, what it be. Hello. How are we? I feel like uh, it's been a little while since we've had a normal show. A lot of um, Realm Royale hype over the last two weeks or so. So I thought it'd be worth it to go ahead and kind of check in. Anybody had anything uh, big going on the last two weeks to share with the group? Mm, no. <laughs> uh, uh My son got moved to a smaller cast now. I was gonna. I was wondering about that. How he was yeah. doing with that? Yeah. So he's got uh like it's just his forearm now and his wrist. Mm. Uh, so he's got that for another two weeks. Um, then that comes off, and they want to keep the rod in his arm Oof. for another six weeks after the cast comes off. And then they'll do surgery probably, they're thinking, late January or early February uh, to remove the rod. Okay. That... Yeah, so he's, you know, it's kind of good because sure. like, I was getting nervous with his uh, with his elbow being... <clears throat> Yeah, the, the, the first cast he had on went past his elbow, so it was like in a bent position. Yep, and he had that for four weeks. Yeah, they want to immobilize you entirely. Yeah, you know, you think about when you don't move something. Mm -hmm. I think about how if I don't move something while I'm sleeping over, you know, at night, and I go to get up out of bed and everything. Well, you're just, just like, an old oh. man, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's be I get all here. those joints moving, so <laughs> I, I you know, and I'm like, I get it as a kid, but still not moving the, a part of your body for four months. And uh, that's kind of what happened when they took that first cast off. Like, he started freaking out because he didn't know what was mm. going on. Like, okay, the pain, he was in pain, obviously. They, they yeah. just removed the cast and he was just open-armed. And yep. his arm was so tiny. Yep. Like, yep. It shrinks up. It shrinks, yeah. Big time shrunk. And uh, and it was, he was in, his elbow was just, like, he didn't, he, he knew he could relax it, but he couldn't relax it. So that was, like, he was getting more fear. Mm. Um, but now the problem is he's got this little tiny cast on, and he thinks he's back to normal. And sure. it's like, dude, you gotta slow down. Like, you can't. So you are, are you at least having him dress up at Halloween as, like, Mega Man or something like that? Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, uh, he. he for like the third or fourth year in a row, he's going as a ninja, just a different type of one. Ninja. Um, nice. Yeah, that's just that's that's been his thing every okay. every year. So yeah, he goes ninja every year, and my uh, other son Carter goes more on the like scary side. Now, like, is he familiar with Ninja, the content creator Fortnite player, or no? No. Nice. Okay, because I was gonna say, you know, one year does he go as Ninja? Um, I was know, gonna ask that too. Like those Fortnite, ninja Fortnite ninja costumes, you know, like the Fortnite ninja and stuff. No, no, I mean like like actual nin ninjas. Hmm. Like this one, he's like a, a stealth ninja or something. Okay. So, I think it's more because like he wants to get like a, a some type of ninja weapon to go with it because he knows mm. after Halloween he gets to keep that weapon. You know, <laughs> sword or nunchucks or whatever, whatever it may be. On the, um, on the ninja subject, I'm curious. Did any of you guys listen to and see the show with 100 Thieves and Ninja? I didn't no. get a chance to listen to it yet. So, uh, Cody, are you familiar with kind of like the podcast show they do? Uh, no, I'm not. Okay, so 100 Thieves um, does a podcast show, and it's, it's actually good. Like, it is, I find it really enjoyable. It, it mixes a lot of worlds content creation, gaming, branding, all of that. Um, and 
they had ninja on uh the other week and it was it was very much kind of like pull back the curtain like it was very straightforward like okay. there was there was no fluff there was no political kind of jargon and they had some really good questions like they asked him about like new year's um that new year's fail dance <laughs> type of deal and how that went down <laughs> and what happened after that and um you know there were some really good questions like you know when you came into money you know what you know uh, tell us how that was it was very down to earth it was pretty cool it was really interesting to hear like he talks a lot about how you know a lot of people you know they say that about fame a lot of people came out of the woodwork you know like looking for handouts and stuff like that and um it was it was surprising you know it kind of uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. So if anybody I'm has, gonna it, I'm gonna have to check that out because I didn't yeah, even know they did anything. Yeah, if you go just uh, the Hundred Thieves YouTube channel, um, and uh, they have them with all different people like going back, mm-hmm. and there's some good ones, there's some dry ones. Um, Courage JD is one of the hosts, and um, oh my gosh, who's the other one? Nade Shot. Nade Shot. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Um, and they're they're the kind of host of it, uh, and they got some really good stuff on there. But uh, yeah, it was. It was really good. I listened to it uh, the other day. He talked. Oh, he talked a lot about the whole mixer situation and like what went down from his perspective. Apparently, he had like super limited. Like he did not have much of a heads up than anyone else did. Like he didn't know it was coming uh, with oh, the whole wow. mixer thing, and it was just like a, okay, so Microsoft wants to get out of the deal uh, today. I was like, wait, what? Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Like it was, it was really cool to hear a lot of the stuff, I guess that you don't like straightforward. So that was right. The stuff, the stuff yeah. that we didn't know, but we were all speculating. Yeah. For, and there was for lots of, yeah, yeah lot, lots of stuff in there that they chatted about, uh, which was pretty neat. So anyways, uh, you talked to, you brought up Ninja and I was like, Oh, I want to yeah, put that I'm gonna, up. I'm going to have to check that out. I'll add, I'll add that to my, uh, to my list of, yeah. you know, when, when, when my other podcasts kind of run dry and I'm looking yep. for something in the in-between, I'll definitely, throw I don't know uh, the Glock shot, man. It's always got something new, a uh, new over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, <clears throat> I uh, I had a, a good experience this past week, and I wanted to kind of bring it up since it yeah, is dads, go for it. dads in gaming, and we and we have the, um, you know, we're always talking about us with our kids, sure, sure. Um, but we also do, we're the we're the we grew up with someone that was the dad, you mm, know, mm-hmm. um, and growing up, my father and I. <clears throat> we're two people that just can't live with each other. Okay. And when you're a younger age, you really don't have a choice and, th- and it's tough. And it, and so I understand how there's, you know, kids out there that get frustrated with their parents because I was one of them and I had no choice until I was 16. I went out and moved out on my own, um, finished out high school, was working full time, blah, 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 blah. Fast forward now 20 years. And my dad is my best friend. Like, we get a, the relationship we have in as adult have as adults makes up for that time that we had as that adult child. So if you, if you don't mind me cutting in real quick, I'm very mm-hmm. curious on this. So high school, you're 16 and you move out mm-hmm. of your parents' house. Yeah, um, so move out of my my dad and my stepmom. Yeah, so I did, okay. I did want to live with my mom. My mom was going through her second divorce. Okay, <clears throat> so I couldn't live there. Plus, okay. where she lived, I had originally moved when I was. 14 because okay. i got to a, a fork in the road mm-hmm. one that was going to lead me to the prison and one that was going to lead me to the life i'm living now okay so i chose to go you know the the right route so where did life. you end up where's your who or where did you end up living at that age in high school so when i was 14 i moved out of my mom's and i moved in with my dad and my stepmom okay um, they lived in a better school district a better mm. area um okay. 
my mom, like I said, my mom was going through her second divorce. Okay. So I moved in with them. The problem was I was a 14 year old who grew up in an area that wasn't the nicest, one of the nicest, but like we were in the shadows of the prison. Okay. That's where I grew up. And wow. in 99% of the places, if you live near a prison, the shadow of the prison is not the greatest of places because pretty much people that get out and have nowhere to go, they just stay in that area. Oh, uh, got it. Got it. So that's, that's, Jeez. that's where I was living. Okay. Um, so I made the decision, moved in with my dad and I had this punk attitude mm -hmm. and he had an attitude of, you know, he's living his life, you know, yep. and all of a sudden now, so like yep. I would go there, yeah, on the weekends here or there once a month, you know, some, spend some time there a few days. Um, but he was going from, a, you know, living a, a single life, just yeah. him and his, his new wife. And now all of a sudden a 14 year old kid's in there. So he didn't really know what he was doing either. You punky so we kid. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, so we were kind of both thrown into this. Yeah. Um, and the next few years sucked. So when I turned 16, I knew I had to finish high school and I knew I needed to work because I had to pay for a room that I was living in. I was I actually moved in with my aunt. Um okay. like my great aunt, but I still had to pay rent. I had to live I was living in a room. She had her okay. own family, you know, she had younger kids than me. Um so I had to work and I so I worked full time. Good for overnight you. Overnight at a gas station. Okay. That was right down the road from my school. So that in the morning when my shift ended, I could walk to school, go to school all day, go home, go to sleep for a few hours, and then get up and go to work. Wow. So it, um, it, it kept you busy, which was ideal. Which was ideal. I needed yeah. that because yeah. I was starting to go down that bad path, even though I was yep. living in a nice area. Yep. Uh so anyway, so I you know, it it took a long time. It took a long time for me and my dad to get on that same page but now that we're both adults now that i am a yeah. father now that i understand what he was kind of going through i you know and i'm more mature we have i don't know about that but yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> I, I i have this amazing relationship and i'm very proud Good. of it and, and and it makes up for the the times of the i hate yous uh yeah. you know what am i living here you know you're no father to me shit that i hurt i knew i know now how much that hurt to say and i shouldn't have said it you know what I'm saying? Um, so with that, now I, I've built the bar in my house. We've, we've done a lot of work together around, around my house. He's helped me. We've done things. But this past weekend, I, I'm a huge Giant fan. And I've never been to a Giant game. He's a, a Carolina Panther fan. So they were playing the Giants at uh, MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. And it was like one of those moments, like it only happens every few years. Yeah. And, you know, n normally it's there when they play each other, they play each other in North Carolina. But being that they were here, it was like, let's do this. And I got to spend all day Sunday with him in that father's son, just me and him, went to a football game, got to see our two favorite teams. Giants kicked the shit out of the Panthers, which was great. Um, so getting to see a bunch of people yell at him as being the only person wearing a Carolina <laughs> jersey in the Serves area. Serves you right. I know how that is <laughs> yeah. as an Eagles fan. Yep, 100%. Yeah. So it was, it was uh, you know, some people have that moment with their parent when they're, you know, 10, when they're 15, yeah. when they're 20. I, I happen to have that, that real moment when I was 35. And mm. it was such a great father-son moment. And I've, and I've been enjoying the father-son moments with myself and my children. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and my boys. So now getting to feel it from that other end was was pretty cool. So nice. I just wanted to, you know, say thanks to my dad for coming Aww. and hanging out with me. Um, I'm glad the Giants kicked the shit out of Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> truth comes they out. The shit out of them, but they 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 got a safety during the game. And if you know football, it's very rare to have a safety happen in a game. So okay. to be able to be at a game when it happens, that was pretty cool. Okay, very cool. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Very, very cool. Well, good. What about you, uh, Glock? What have you had going on? I mean, uh, uh, I feel like you're kind of in this holding pattern um, with work, life, job type of deal. Is that still the case? Uh, basically, I'm actually sp- <laughs> actually I'm supposed to be in Texas right now. <laughs> Okay. A, uh, I I was supposed to. I was actually told to uh, catch a flight this morning, but I was like, I can't because I have no time off. Because mm-hmm. you guys know, I got. I, you know, we went over the whole thing. I got fired. Mm-hmm. I have no sick time. My ten year anniversary is Sunday. But you can't. But you brought. Uh, you were brought back. Yeah, I was brought back. I yep, got fired, yep, yep. and I was yep. brought back. You know, anyone missed that story? I was wrongfully terminated, and then yep. the union got my job back, and then. But you know, we, there's a big there's a big meeting going on in Dallas, which I can't make it to, unfortunately. Uh, which kind of decides what we're gonna do next. But basically, I, I think I, I think I might sit down here that I purposely delayed it to hit so I can hit my ten year. We're so close, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm still work, you know, doing work with them from home and stuff like that. But I delayed the move and everything so I can hit my ten year, get my my fully vested with the union, get my uh, full pension and all that extra stuff, you know free money you know what i'm saying yep hey <laughs> do what you gotta do and so yeah so basically uh after this sunday after i pass my anniversary i have next week off and i'll be uh heading heading down there for further discussions and what's gonna happen next pretty much basically I, as i say plan my escape yeah <laughs> yeah know, so, so do you feel this is um uh a step closer i know it's been kind of a struggle but do you feel like you're you're almost like to the promised land here, or or do you oh, think, still I think, I think, it's, I, think it's, I think it's full steam ahead from okay. here. Like like, like cool. nothing really deterred me from like thinking it wasn't gonna nothing really like no, sure. it wasn't gonna happen. But we're talking fact, months like, here. Well, yeah, we're talking yeah. months because uh, it's like you know again it's not really my place to say, but the person I'm working for who was having health issues. Yeah, sure. Was sure. put on bed rest, and so our projects okay. were all delayed. Um, and then it was like, all right, well, if it's getting delayed, I'm this close. Like, all right, yeah. I might as well finish it out, you know. It's more of a personal accomplishment than anything. You know, I've been mm-hmm. this job for 10 years. I worked my butt off. Like, let's just get that fully vested and then move on to the next next chapter. So, yeah. you know, that's 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 pretty much where we're at. So, you know, I'm ready to get... <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, they're not going to be upset when I leave because I've been such an asshole lately. <laughs> You're that guy. <laughs> oh, no, I am that guy. I am that guy uh... where... You, you guys ever had that boss that, like, tries to tell you what to do and doesn't follow the same rules? You know, what I'm saying? or is that you, Goldie? <laughs> hey, we need you guys here every day, but I'm gonna leave every day, uh, you know, early. Well, that's that's kind of one of the supervisors I've been working working for. And then, uh, for example, this guy yesterday had a huge power trip, and we have a morning meeting every morning, uh, like we call it like a tailgate meeting. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to sit there and like start dogging people for not coming to work and this and that. Yeah. There's like 40 people of us. People see right through that crap though. That's oh, like the yeah. worst oh, yeah. managers well, ever. And, he, and, he, and he's young too. And I, I told him years ago when he became a lead man, he wasn't ready for it. He, he's mm. not mature enough to be 
you know, in charge of anybody. And you're seeing it now. They made him supervisor too early. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're still acting like, you know, cause he's, you know, he's, he's, he's younger than I am. He's still in his twenties. He's a supervisor in charge of like 40, 50 years old. Okay. Olds who've been there 25 years. Mm-hmm. And, he, and then here he is trying to tell people, Oh, you guys need to be here. You guys know how much it hurts when you guys aren't here. And, and I'm the one out of like 40 people like, bro, you miss at least one, one day a week. Who are you to lecture us? Excuse me. That's yeah, always I mean, rough. It, it's always yeah. rough to work for somebody that, yeah. yeah, that that's painful. Yeah. So, yeah. So we, we've had that going on. So I'm like, the day I walk in, they say, Hey, I'm done. They're going to be like, thank God. <laughs> yep. Somebody, somebody in HR is going to be very happy that day. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so for the last four years, four or five years when my new, the guy who is my super, so I work in a labor pool department where I work directly for the superintendent. I get sent to different departments all the time. Um, basically a, a fill-in like I, I i i chose that so i wasn't on the same job every single day on the assembly line because it gets really boring doing the same thing every single day well the superintendent has never never liked me and um so for the last four years this will be this will be the fifth year in a row the day that i come you know so it's, it's gonna be monday i always say good morning to him and say ah Another year you thought you were going to fire me. You couldn't. Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> nice. And I did get fired this year, but I came nice. right back. <laughs> so I, I, I rub that in his face every year. So I look forward to doing it again. <laughs> that, that is, that is. Yeah, really everyone's getting funny. a firsthand look of like, why not to hire me? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Working for the man. Working for the man. Authority. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm authority. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? So I got. I got to ask you guys. Have Have you guys been dealing with the crazy rain? Like I know Glock, you're you're on the other side of the. We the... We had a record breaking weekend this last weekend. Other side of the world. You guys Wait, had crazy rain. We had guys... a lot of rain this last weekend. Yeah, because we just got hit hard too. Did you see any of that octane? Yeah, like the all of a sudden cold weather and rain and stuff like that. I mean, that's the thing. Tomorrow or Friday, it's supposed to be like rainy um and stuff so like <laughs> i parents are stupid they're so dumb um <laughs> so so we have this we have a facebook group for our neighborhood and somebody decided to post tonight in that facebook group which in our area the township determines what night halloween like trick-or-treating is so um we do trick-or-treating every year and our neighborhood's one of like the hot neighborhoods like people come to our neighborhood to trick-or-treat because there's like 140 houses in a very small area so um the township sets trick-or-treating it's on friday well it's supposed to be crappy on friday and you know the the current generation of pansies that that we have as children and millennials um so somebody posted in our we have a neighborhood facebook group it's actually pretty big it's about 400 people which is awesome somebody had posted in there today hey i'd like to vote to move halloween or trick-or-treating to another day the weather's going to be bad on friday and you know i posted in there and i'm like uh, i was like maybe i'm the only logical one here but i was like this is not doable you're two days out the township sets the day not everybody in our neighborhood is a member of this group and you just going ahead and changing it to Thursday or changing it to Saturday doesn't mean everyone's going to get the memo. So now all of a sudden, trick-or-treating becomes a two-day event, the original day and the day that you want. So now all of a sudden, half the neighborhood's going to have lights off, half the neighborhood's going to answer the door and be like, why are you ringing my doorbell? It's Saturday, trick-or-treating was on Friday. So now there's this great debate in our neighborhood on it. And like I posted and was like, hey, 
here's kind of the debacle. And I was like, I really understand your intent. Like it makes complete sense, but I'm like not two days away. And I'm, and I was also like, somehow we survived as kids when it rained with trick or treating. We got a little say, wet. In the rain, I, I was care. like, we got a little wet. We got an umbrella. Yeah. We probably hit up less houses than what we would on like a perfect fall day. But it was, it's just like one of those, like, like, ah. Uh, like, what's, so well, what's wrong with you people? Like, you well, can't. Here's the you issue can't I have with all all of this. Yeah, this give it all to is me. solved if you just go trick or treating on Halloween. Like, true. I don't, uh, I don't yeah, understand I why you trick or treating <laughs> on a Friday. Yeah, and why are people trying to change it to a Saturday? Like, that yeah. shouldn't even be. Well, like, and that, and that trick or treating yeah. on Sunday on sure. Halloween. Sure. I don't really care when it is. I mean, I don't mind it. Hey, it's on Friday. Fine. I mean, yeah, the weather's gonna suck, but it's like. Like, I literally, like, I posted, like, last year, a, a handful of neighbors started this, and I love this, so I posted this year, and I was like, hey, adult trick-or-treating is in order this year in our neighborhood. So, if you're an adult, um, you, and on a post on this Facebook group, you could post that you will have beer and alcohol for parents walking around with their kids. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. you put, you put, yeah, so you put, you, you put a little, like, piece of paper, like a big piece of paper with a star on it on your front door. And that's when your parent, the parent knows, hey, this is adult trick or treating. You could go up and they'll have beer. So for me, I'm going to be sitting at the end of my driveway with a cooler and a bowl of candy and some wine glasses and some solo cups. And I'm going to be pouring drinks for parents walking by with their kids. Like, all right, screw Texas. <laughs> but like, but like, so other, so the, the last year I got to participate. And the, so this year I was like, I'm not going to participate in walk. So like, I stopped at a few houses, got some beers, you know, meet a bunch of neighbors or cruising around drinking beers, having a good time, you know, like, um, so I don't care either way. Either way, I'm going to enjoy myself, whether it rains or not. <laughs> well, I'm still, so I really like that idea. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have to talk to some of my neighbors around here yep. next year. Yep. Um, it depends where you live. I still, but I still don't understand <laughs> why are you trick or treating on a Friday? Like, okay, so like you you had made a comment earlier, like if you would have changed the day and say like because yep. of the rain, like okay, we're gonna yep. go Saturday, right? Yep. But not everybody's part of that group. Not yep. everybody's gonna get the memo. Yep. Whatever. What about people that are going trick or treating on Sunday and they just start you know showing up? Well, so. In so the area. Like, I don't in, know, like... in Pennsylvania, it's very well known that like the township sets the um, the day of trick or treating. And so everybody knows that that's like the rule of thumb. And uh, OK, so it's common throughout. It's common throughout like Pennsylvania. State. Yeah, correct. OK, so okay, like now that makes more sense. And most yeah, of the time it was just your little. No, town, like, little yeah. Yeah. And most of the time, most of the time is pretty uniform across the board. Granted, it may be different in different areas. I mean, some townships will go, okay, we're doing it on Friday, but we're setting a rain date to Sunday. Like, and then that works out well, which is cool. This year, literally, they were like, we're doing Friday. There's no rain date because when they've done rain dates in the past, it's a communication issue. Like, right. you know, like, okay, it's Friday. And it's like, well, what level of rain do you schedule a rain date? Is it like sprinkling very little off and on? So we're, you know what I mean? Like, so like, it's just what what, what warrants yes and how do you get that communication out there you know right. like like that's all but if it's been out there for months that like this is trick-or-treating it's good so it's just one of those things where like these are those little things where i'm like this is dumb okay it's like i'm sorry like 
two days before an event and you think chatting about it and taking a vote in a Facebook group is going to change anything. Like people come from other neighborhoods to come trick or treating in our neighborhood. Right. So it's like, and that's, that makes you sense go, now. You go ahead and shift. Let's say you shift it to Saturday. Okay. Right. Well, right. guess what's going to happen on Friday? People are going to be ringing doorbells. And then guess what's right. going to happen on that Saturday that a handful of people wanted to change it to? People are going to be ringing doorbells. So now this becomes a weekend event because, you know, it's like, all right, come on, guys. Like, uh. so, okay. So being that it's a common thing throughout yep. Pennsylvania, yep. why doesn't the governor or the mayors of the towns or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, like, just set that, like, Make sure you check the this website or make hey, sure you get you know. Hey, you listen, know, you little emails. little little old me. I'm just I'm just following no, I, following I following the authority. Okay, right, right Lockford, following authority. This is weird, like this yeah. should be like for, me, you know trick or treating for me. The was, New Yorker and California are confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What else is new? What else is new? Just trick or treat on the fucking day. It's like our issue is it's Sunday, so mm-hmm. like we're going back and forth. Like okay. When should we start expecting kids? And I'm like, well, probably earlier. Is Six to eight like is is, is like... what we've been told from the township, so we're good. What, what was that again? Six to eight. Six to eight, right? Six but I'm eight. saying for us, it's being that we don't have that. Yeah. Type of style, like it's just yep. whenever it's Halloween, at any moment you're gonna get someone at your door. <laughs> um, yeah. And being that it's on a weekend, like at least during the week, like okay, you know the kids are in school from this time to this time, and you'll get like that rush after school. Kids getting off the bus or walking home from school, like you know you'll get that little mm-hmm. rush, then you'll get the rush again at night. But now that it's on a Sunday, I, we don't really know what what our times are gonna be, and like when are we gonna go? And no. so like our like I was saying to my wife like. I got to assume from like 11 to one, you're going to get like seven or eight and under anybody Mm -hmm. with like younger kids. They'll Mm -hmm. go around that time. Mm -hmm. Then you'll start getting some older kids more in the afternoon. And then you'll get the typical teenage age. Once it gets dark. Um, My issue here is I don't know what it's, this is my first time here. So I don't know how much candy to get. I don't know what, you know, what's going to be like. I've asked you know, my neighbors. You always get a lot of candy and then you just keep it afterwards. You know what yep. I'm saying? I don't want to do that I, I just throw it in. Candy. We have a giant candy bin in our garage that, like, kids kind of like, oh, you did something good or you want a prize? Go to the candy bin. But it always has leftover candy from, like, Halloween. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I, I always take it. The, the kids that come later, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm out of candy. I just go grab the candy <laughs> bin and it's, like, a year-old candy. I'm like, here, take it. Get rid of it. <laughs> you have a whole handful. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Well, I was going to say, uh, Goldie, Goldie this, you, uh, this is your first time in a house house, right? You were yes. In a, uh, I've been in, I was in an apartment complex. So we used to get bombarded because we were a complex. So people would just drive into the complex or you get people. And do the whole complex. Yeah. So and then it was, right. So like we would, there was years where I did buy too much candy. Plus my kids brought home candy. So I had all this candy left over. And now this is my first time in a house. And like I said, some people, some of my neighbors said there's been years where there was you know, kids everywhere. Yeah. It was nonstop trick or treating. And then you had a few years, including last year because of COVID mm. where it was nothing. And then everyone was like, I got stuck with all this candy. So I mm. like, I'm caught in that in between here. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to be that guy that runs out of candy. I hated those houses as a kid and I don't want to be <laughs> that house. <laughs> you can't win. You can't win here. You can't win. I don't want my, my house egged because some, you know, 
younger, you know, Goldie. Younger Goldie. That's what I was going to say. My real name. I only yep. said my real name. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I know Goldie is running around and egging houses because you ran out of candy. I, yeah. I, I, you know, karma's a bitch, and I know it's going to come back around. But as long as I have the candy, I, I'll, I'll be safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be safe as long as I have the candy. Nice. Dude, what we we usually do is like, oh, the way it's always been growing up. It's like. People start trick or treating like right as, sun, as soon as the sun starts going down. Mm-hmm. But then you get the huge influx when it's dark. But it's like if you're done, your candy's out. Just you just turn your porch light off. Yep, yep. Rule it's of like, thumb. And that, yep. that's like rule of the rule of thumb. As long as your as long as your porch lights off, like they should know. Like hey, they're not giving out candy. The porch okay, lights so off. that's a great tip for yeah. Well, that's what I was asking. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's why. Oh, I was you didn't you didn't know that? Asking. Okay. No, okay. because yeah. I'm in a I'm in an, I was in an apartment and our outside our Got porch it. light quote unquote was always on the moment it got dark it just clicked on uh, and it was on until yeah the morning, if your so... light's on your ass better yeah. be handing out candy yeah the worst houses yeah the worst houses you're gonna get a lot of people but it's like once you run out of candy just turn your porch light off you might get one or two that'll ring the doorbell but mm, it's like doubtful you, should, you yeah. know as long yeah but as long as they, they you, people usually know like hey their yep. lights are off that means they're not gonna be handing right. anything out or they right. should know or else they're they're little dickheads yeah in our in our <laughs> area like eight o'clock which is really funny because when i was a kid this wasn't the case but now it is like eight o'clock clock hits and like the lights are out so it's like you got two hours to scramble versus when i was a kid we would do pillowcases i don't know if you guys did pillowcases yep, pillowcases we'd fill up and then we'd stop back you do my neighborhood we stop back at my parents house we'd empty and then we go to the next neighborhood We'd fill up candy, empty, and then there's another neighborhood, all like really close. Uh, so we would hit three neighborhoods, um, and then if we really wanted to go big, there was a fourth neighborhood. But we're talking like a hundred houses each, so we're talking a good four hours to do all of these. Um, and uh, then I just remember like being out later, like nine or ten, uh, and people still handing out candy. But now it's like eight o'clock, lights out, like time's up. What what age did you guys start going? by yourself without your parents Ooh. and then there's a there's a follow-up question to that after this mm. with, with that but what age well did you the challenge was yourself? was like and i hate to be like act like that old man but like it was a different time and mm-hmm. so absolutely. like no, absolutely, so I agree. so now granted i'm also the same person where like i allow my son to wander the neighborhood to an extent now okay. uh this is something we've discussed before but um so uh my wife and I got my son and daughter smartwatches um, that are uh, T-Mobile has them. We're, yeah, T-Mobile has them. We're on T-Mobile um, because they have like a really cheap plan. And uh, they have calling on the watches so they can only call a select few people. So like right. me, my wife, grandparents, stuff like that. Um, and there's text on it as well. Um, and uh, they can set alarms and stuff like that. So they're at a friend's house. They can set an alarm. Perfect um they can press a button it's got like, the walkie talkie feature talk to my wife and i so it works out really really well it also has um gps monitoring on it so okay. like we have that which i never thought i would be that type of person but it is really really nice we let we have like a big park in our neighborhood and it's mm-hmm. just it, it, it's crazy because like for me as a kid and, and we'll, we've talked about this stuff before like we'd ride miles away on our bikes yes. or whatever the kids uh, but like now it's, I, I don't know how much times have changed. It's just the information is faster now, but like, you know, there's just a lot of bad news out there and all these terrible things that happen. So, um, yeah, we have a, a, a geofence set with it. So like if they leave that our neighborhood in the park, so a big area, it goes off and alerts us right away. 
And when our kids go somewhere, they're going like, hey, I'm going to go to the park to play on the playground with these friends. We're like, great. When you get there, check in. So they get there, they hit a button and it says, you know, so-and-so has checked in. Perfect. Awesome. And it's worked out really well. Our kids have really supported it, which has been nice. And how, how, how old are they? Uh, eight and five. Now my five-year-old uh, will only goes within a few house distance and, right. and she'll wear hers as well. My son, you know, on a scooter or his bike will cruise around the neighborhood and in, in different areas and stuff like that. Um, but when it comes to like your point there of like trick or treating, um, now we're in a, a, a nicer area, uh, of, of Lancaster County where we're at. So it's kind of in the middle of nowhere to a degree. Um, I, I don't know when that'll be. My guess is probably 10. So he's eight right now. And based off of how, how things have been going and he's shown like good responsibility and stuff like that. And those watches have really helped. And I know some parents might be, Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Blah, blah, blah. But if my son supports it and I support it, it works it out does well. Does it give you peace of mind? Yes, exactly. hundred percent. Okay, then that's all that fucking matters. I don't yeah. give a shit. You call yeah. me a helicopter parent yeah. all you want. <laughs> it's going to give me peace of mind, yep. so I don't have to... Yep. And any time I can, any time I yeah. can bring it up on my phone and it shows yeah. me where yeah. his, where's, where he's at. It's like, all right, cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would say probably 10, uh, okay. is probably what I'm thinking right when now. When did, when did you start though? Oh, I probably started younger than that. I would probably okay. say seven or eight. Okay. Glock. I think I started like 11. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah. Halloween's never really been like my favorite holiday so i never really cared about going for a walk to go get candy like you steal it from the candy bowl at home my little fat lazy self why well, go um, out for candy we got candy right here I, I would say i was probably around the same age probably about 10 or 11 um when i started going by myself so with the follow-up question to that is have you ever gone because i feel like especially especially on halloween when i started going by myself like it was like you can't go past the train tracks the, from my house to where the train tracks were was an exact mile away and it was okay i lived on like the block was a, a two mile block like it did there was no turns it was like you know whatever 17 stop signs like but it okay. was just one long one long road block. yep right yep, yep yep so from where my house was it was one mile to the train track so it was you can't go over the tracks and okay. i always to to a degree, and when I started getting really older, I, I started breaking that rule more. But like throughout the year, I never broke that rule. Okay, I can't mm -hmm. go past the train tracks. You know, most of my friends are here. And plus, you're in that mile. You sh at that age, you shouldn't be going further than that. Yeah, anyways. I would agree. Um, but I felt like always on Halloween was <laughs> when I broke that rule. And I I the reason I'm asking it is is that something that you guys have done? Or did you have that like you can't go past, you know? whatever the train tracks the the stop sign uh, the, you know and then did you obey it normally or did you always break that rule i never really had like a i never really had like yeah like those boundaries yeah. yeah i never really had the boundary but i had the i had the like old school even without halloween it was always street light comes on get your ass home mm. but uh, you know but like yeah, the, yeah. my parent honestly growing up like i'm not trying to say my parents didn't care anything like that it's just like they didn't give a crap where I was. They knew I was out. Because I think they knew that I'm not going to listen, honestly. <laughs> well, was that was lenient. I think they just got tired of like, all right, he's not going to listen, you know, whatever. Mm. You know, it's like, you know, once I turned like 13, they were just like, whatever. Mm. You know, he's out with his friends. You know, we used to go all over town. And back, but again, back then, it really wasn't how it is now. It's completely yeah. different. Like, you, you know, we, you know, we used to always have the front door open and stuff like that. And as times changed, like, 
You'll just sit there with your front door open anymore. <laughs> so you know? do you think? Do you think? Uh, 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 questionnaire, which I, I always like other people's opinions. Do you think the world has become more messed up and more evil uh, exists, or do you believe that? you are hearing more and more about it with the news reports and with listings in newspapers and Facebook and all that, that makes you a little more uneasy because of that. So I'm curious on, on your perspectives. I, I, I mean, I think social media has ruined a lot, but I think, I, I mean, it's definitely gotten a lot worse than it used to be. I mean, yeah. it's got, it, I think social media just because you hear about it, the power information comes out so fast and stuff like that. It's, you know, it's a little more scary, but again, it wasn't one of those things where you were worried about, you know, your kid going here and there really nowadays. It's like, there's some fucking crazy people. Sorry for my language, but there's some crazy people out there that like, you know, I mean, did you guys watch the, the, um, the, was it the Senate hearing today or whatever about the head of the DOJ and covering up, uh, that rape at the school? Oh yeah, I, I heard about that more like, recently. Where, like, I'm, well, I'm I don't sick. think it was a rape. I think it was an assault. No, no, it was no, it was rape. It really? Was, uh, okay. It, it it was it was in it was during Pride Month, and it was a dude that was wearing a skirt that raped a girl in the girl's bathroom, mm. and then because because it was during Pride Month, the school tried to cover it up, sent that kid to another school, and he did it to another girl at that school, and then was arrested. Okay, so and, I didn't hear the and, whole extent of it then. Okay. Yeah, no, they uh and, and then when real, and then when and, they were asked about it, right, they said that they didn't have any problems and then this came. Yeah, and they were like, oh like, and, and yeah, but then they're trying to cover it up. And it's like I'm hearing that I, I listened to the whole thing. I'm sitting there like like it made me sit there and think like, dude, this world's going fucking mad. Mm -hmm. Like like you're sitting there, you, you know, they have clear evidence and this and that, and then now uh, that's where the whole thing where parents at the parents uh, conferences are being deemed as domestic terrorists oh yeah well yeah That's but the parents are also going off the rails like there's a big difference between in my eyes between like being angry and upset and threatening people physically and it's like well, when parents get to that level it's like sorry but like you know in my well, eyes this, get your act this, get your act together this, yeah. let me okay well, well, now let me let me just say this this mm -hmm. started with scott smith the father of the daughter as he's sitting there before the school board and asking them why they tried to cover it up, mm -hmm. you had one girl reading a magazine. You had one girl, like, totally not listening to him. Another one on his phone. You think as a parent, you'd be a little pissed off? Oh, trust me. I, I don't disagree. But these, these people are the same people that look to the role models above them, which is, uh, unfortunately, our, state, our representatives and our senators that literally sit there, like, falling asleep. Yes. in the house and like half of them just don't show up and it's like wait what like i don't know yeah. those are the role models those are the people they see where it's acceptable so half of those people aren't paying attention to a word these people are talking about and you know do you agree glock like those people don't make it any better yeah but you're i mean you're talking about a school board versus a senate hearing oh i i <laughs> I, I, I understand i'm just saying but the downside is is like this is the world we're in now where it's like just eject these people and move on in my eyes like those well, people the are you not have, worth you it you have uh marjorie taylor green and the other chick going at it putting signs outside their office mm -hmm. and stupid stupid stuff like that mm -hmm. but but it's the fact it, it, it i'm not talking about that it's just a fact of like you, <laughs> You're trying to sit there and like act like he can't be mad 
at a school board for covering up your daughter's rape. Oh no, trust me, hundred percent. You know, that, it's that's like that's insane. I, I think I, I mean there's other people that are going out there going crazy over like the mass bullcrap and stuff like that. But it's like no, this is something totally a total separate issue where well that guy's losing his job. Like Let's be honest. Yeah, you're right. you're sitting you're sitting there talking about you know oh you know you need to you know treat these people with respect as they're basically rolling their eyes at you you know at, during the situation it's like i don't trust anyone having you know no one really has respect for kids nowadays almost so it's like why would i trust my kid out there the way right. the world is nowadays that's where i'm yeah. getting at well that's why that's why ax with with if with octane having peace of mind with those watches yeah. so that you have that track that's a great and tool that's one of my that's a great tool and i'm going to yeah. actually look into it and talk to my wife about it because my son carter he's going to be eight on new year's eve and mm. he's been asking those questions when can i go trick-or-treating by myself when mm. can i ride my bike by myself when can i go outside and play basketball by myself like he wants to start getting independence yeah but because of everything and because of all the the the, the fear-mongering yeah. too that's out there it's tough and to go back to your original question octane i think the evil has always been there no matter what time frame um, I think it's definitely because of social media and news, it gets brought to life more. Um, so we, we see it more and not only that we're seeing the evils, but somebody that has evil intentions is also seeing it and also reading about it. And also like if they're, if they're an evil person, they don't care about the consequences. So they're seeing what this person did. Oh, I could do that. I can get away with that. I could do better than what he did. Um, it's the same thing. Like I feel with when it comes to school shootings or mass shootings, you know, when we have these crazy attacks on life, you, the media glorifies the person, whether they're, they're nailing them to the cross or not, you know, like they'll just be, th their name is constantly said, Sure. You remember their they're, name more than the victims. The, mm -hmm. Their picture's more out there more. They're talked about more. You're yeah. glorifying this person. Stop. Stop talking about them because you're giving the next person going, well, you know what? Man, they look how long they talked about this guy. My name well, will be the remembered forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's, they don't care how their name's remembered, but it's fucking remembered. And that's a problem. And and because of that, yes, I think it's it's a mixture of both. I think, you know. Well, no, I agree uh, with you. You'll have a situation where, like, let's say there's a shooting. And um, you go ahead and you hear right away, like, oh, well, the person had mental illness. And then the news right. goes into the fact, well, how did they get a firearm and all this? And But yet there's nothing regarding, like, the victims. Like, it's always, yep. like... Um, uh, I don't know how I got talking about this. Oh, I was talking to my son about the news and you know, like I don't watch the news. Like I, we don't have television. We've, we cut cable 10, 12 years ago. Um, <clears throat> I pick and choose the, you know, news consumption from the platforms that I want online. But you know, if you look at news nowadays, it's not in, as they used to call it, investigative journalism. They literally are taking things off of Facebook and social media that are mm -hmm. hot button items that are going to get them views and reporting on it with no, like, no one is saying, hey, I need you to go ahead and check your facts or your sources before we go ahead and publish this. It's literally just like, we need to get it out as fast as we can to get the most hits possible. And so we need to talk about all the push, the major things, mental health, um, gun control, you know, all those types of things, you know, instead of, as you guys are mentioning, which, and as you had said, Goldie, it's like, no, we, we completely ignore the victim and we just go right. all over the um, accused. 
and it's right. like wait why like you know it's just like but that's what and you it's get not just, and it's not just just gun violence you know gun violence like that was just the example but no that was just an example multiple yep. examples even even you have rapists mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be you're having you're putting their name constantly out there and yeah. someone that has evil intentions or evil mind they're gonna see that and they're gonna look at it in a glorifying way and that's the issue mm-hmm. you know well, there's two examples I can use for that. If you ever heard Denzel Washington talk about how journalism's changed, he said it's not about being right anymore; it's about being first. First, yes. the best example of, that, of the best mm-hmm. example of that is when Kobe Bryant died. Uh, mm. How many different stories did you hear that day? Oh yeah. First, first yep. you heard it was his whole entire family. Yep. Then you heard it was him and all of his daughters. Then you heard it was just him. Then you heard like a story that he was flying the helicopter. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, like you, but it was like they were doing it all for the views. Like yep. they didn't care if they were right or not. And here we are mm-hmm. reading all these articles, and like not one of them was right until like the day after. And, and when like, they and when they send out that article, or they send out if it's if it's done on if it's done on TV, it is rare that they'll correct the mistake they said oh no they just keep moving forward they'll just keep keep moving moving forward forward. they'll act like it never happened if it's if it's one of those you know if it's in the paper or if it's in some type of article the the article gets sent out millions and billions of clicks and it's wrong and then when they send out the oh we were wrong about this here's the right information it goes nowhere no one no one knows that it was but the, the that original wrong thing is still out there and that's what's frustrating like they're not even trying to promote that they were wrong they're your glorified like youtube channels like they're they're glorified content creators on youtube channels on like you know you click on your youtube channel and you see all these clickbaity type of news mm -hmm. items that's Mm -hmm. exactly what they are nowadays which is Mm -hmm. it's just oh and then you get into the elections and it's 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 even intensified because it's it's even worse like talk about like checking facts and detail oh my gosh yeah trust me it's it is crazy 100 percent, 100 percent cool yeah i i i i think we're we're coming to a head soon i think in the next year or two we're gonna there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot more issues than we all would like 2020 and covid is gonna seem like nothing like a like a cakewalk Mm -hmm. it's gonna seem like nothing i think we're coming to a real head in the next few years and it's and it's really getting scary just looking at looking at the shelves looking at how many ships and cargo ships are waiting to get in and that's where all the supplies are it's almost like we're we're getting we're getting squeezed out we're getting squeezed squeezed and only the strong are going to survive it really is like a, a population control at this point now and it's and it's getting scary and if uh, this month, uh, well, this today's the twentieth, twenty seventh. So today's the twenty seventh. So next month, uh, on the second, is when we have most of the um, midterm elections. Mm-hmm. If there is not a flip, I would say more on the Republican side. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really scared of where we're going to be as a country in the next year or two. It's it's going to be real scary. Yeah, it's. Well, did I talk to you guys about the whole like? with all the cargo ships over in port over in California and the um like Amazon and how they're affecting like wages and stuff. Oh, it's affecting everything. So, yeah. so so yeah, so like Amazon now is paying $94.50 an hour and it has come out of nowhere in the last 12 months and the challenge is so Amazon has the profit margins to afford this. So they can do that. 
The issue is, is other companies can't do that. So what's happening is it is causing this inflation across the board that we've seen. But the issue is, is people aren't working, as we've talked about, because there's been a lot of government help. Now the government help's gone away. But now you have big box stores that are offering high salaries and all these mom and pop places that are like, I can't, I'll pay you $10 an hour. Right. And it's like, wait, but, or you could, those are the same people that would go work at Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, so the challenge is, is traditionally when lower wage, uh, minimum wage or lower wage individuals uh, get an increase, which hasn't happened forever, it then causes a ripple effect across the job market. So your, your medium salaries and your high paid salaries are reflective of that. That's not occurring in any way. So the economy is continuing to move on the same way it always has, but now no one's working those jobs, which are so important. Granted, the docks out in California. I, I was reading an article the other day. There's over a hundred cargo ships sitting afloat that could okay. take three to six months to empty mm-hmm. because there's not enough dock workers on the docks to empty and then get them trucked away because people aren't working. It's like, and that's completely affecting our economy. It's like, I don't understand how, and I've read it, I don't understand the logistics. But it's like, how are you not in like Biden's shoes or someone else's shoes and being like, okay, any of those dock workers in California, we're paying them $100 an hour. Like, we just need to get that. Yeah. We need to get those supplies throughout the country because yep. now with shortages everywhere, that is our biggest issue. And you can't blame COVID anymore for this. This is not a COVID yeah. thing at all. COVID is not affecting this. This is a supply chain issue. And it's because of what was put in place during COVID for, hey, you don't want to work? Unemployment, done, approved instantly. No, we don't even need to look at anything. And now, and all the extra things to stay unemployed, it's now the after effects of it. it, But we're not making any corrections to address that. Well, here's little old me. Little old you, give it to me. Here's how I would correct it. Yep. Back a, hundred, a few hundred years ago during the Civil War, when you had immigrants coming over from, you know, from Europe, from Ireland, from wherever wherever they were coming over, if they, when they were coming into Ellis Island, this was right as the war was breaking out, and even during the war, any... Must have been rough times phys- for you, Goldie. <laughs> any physical <laughs> able male, physical able male, and that's, you know, 15 and on at that yep. time, for you to come in to, to be in this country, you yep. had to join the military. You yep. got paid, but you had to join the military and you had to go, your family would go and get set up where, wherever you were going, but you had to become part of, part of the military. You're coming here, becoming part of the military, but you were getting paid. It was a job. So you, you want to go to require to drafts, right? I'm hundred percent. Why are we not doing that right now? Yeah. You have there's... all these people that are coming over from the border. They're getting dispersed everywhere. Give them a job pay or, them, or graduating pay high school. Or and then, or and just sitting around doing nothing, and send them to the docks yep. all over the country. Yep. Wherever the docks, because there's ports in New York too that are filled. Yep. And start unloading this stuff. Yeah. And you tell them you have six. It's a six month contract. We're going to pay you from here to here. Your family will go here. They will. Their families go wherever they would normally be sent. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they're 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 being sent throughout the country. Um. Whether they documented them or not, I don't give a shit about that part. I don't care. If you're going to send them over here, here's a quick way to become a citizen. 
Here's a quick way to be on the on the right side of the of the papers. Sure. You go work. It's a six month contract. Your family will be here getting set up. We'll, you will be paid, you know, weekly, monthly, whatever, whatever the case may be. And on start unloading. If we were to do that, if there's a hundred thousand people crossing a month, if you disperse those and you just say fifty thousand of them, fifty that half are People that are, now it doesn't have to be male, it doesn't be male, male, female, whatever it is. If you're willing to go mm -hmm. and work to speed up this process, here's some money, here's a six-month contract, let's let's get this going. And that, I feel, would do wonders. And it would really ease off things because no one, no one's going to go back, no one's going back to work. It's, 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 we're in this <sighs> FU phase. Yep. You know? It's, it's also... You had mentioned on it, and we don't have to get into it today because we're all almost an hour. But it, we'll get into another show talking about the border and the mm -hmm. lack of efforts mm -hmm. happening there. We can talk about that another show. That would be good. Um, but uh, yeah, Glock. Any last, any last thoughts? Things you want to chat about today before we wrap things up? I was just gonna say, I really, yeah. I'm being that I go to the Bay Area very often. Mm -hmm. uh, I I just recently went across one of the bridges in the bay and i should have taken a picture for you guys to show you like how many ships are actually out there that's ridiculous i mean it's it's actually pretty scary like mm -hmm. you, you sit there you look out there and there's they just stacked right next to you think about it these people are stuck on these ships too yep like, yep you yeah. know like yes. they, 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 they're, they're stuck there we don't know how much food they have or actually we just found out that they're sending them back to where they came from some of them um, yeah because it's too long yeah. It's way too long. They're, yep. they're basically being told that we won't be able to unload you for like three months. And it's like, well, I might as well just take the week and a half trip back. I wonder if they just start going ready. to other ports. Like, like I think, I wonder if that starts to become more to, of a but, thing, you know? But cause they were all coming to the Bay Area and then a lot of them were rerouted down to the Long Beach area. And mm -hmm. then they were, you know, then they were trying to go down to like San Diego area. And it's just it's the whole entire Pacific. If you actually see the map, look up the map. Uh, it's around the entire United States, New York, Florida, yeah. you know, in the you know the Gulf of Mexico, you know, by Texas, it's everywhere. It's absolutely everywhere, and it's 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 absolutely insane. Like I was gonna ask you guys, how much is uh, gas by you guys? Uh, it's it's getting up there. It's in like the mid threes right now. I think. Yeah, See, I'm, I think I'm. I, I bet you it's in the mid fours for I you. Think. I bet you it's in the mid fours for you. Yeah. I, I just paid five ten this morning. Oh my oh gosh! My God, five ten. So my my twenty dollar a gallon tank when I bought my car, mm -hmm. my twenty dollars for for a tank. Yeah, is now cost me about forty five fifty bucks. It's sixty dollars yeah. for me to fill up my my tank. It's my wife's van. My wife's my my wife's van is sixty bucks now. Um, it, it, yeah. This, this, you know, and then I don't know if you guys have actually even noticed the difference in your groceries and sales oh, tax yeah. and everything's starting stuff. to yeah, everything's everything starting is to bump. becoming yep. way more expensive. But it's like, but salaries aren't adjusting except for Amazon and big box stores, and it's yeah. just like wait, you can't. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I was it, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say one thing that I that I did read about too is that container. So the containers that are on these ships. The price of those containers have gone up three times so like they've increased the cost of it because of the rarity three times but it's taking forever to get over here and then once it gets over here that's why things are more expensive because it, they got to make up their profits somewhere you know hey we're going to spend you know three times the amount on a container of all of these yo-yos 
um you know what you know we have to go ahead and put that you know mark that up so yeah no definitely it's um i'll chat with my wife and i was like hey we really should start ordering our christmas gifts now we usually wait till the last minute because it's like because it was like i don't know what you know what's going to be available and the timeline of those things like right now things are okay things are good like shipping's good but we all at know any moment, at yeah, any moment. <laughs> we all know Thanksgiving, like we have to order them before Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving and Christmas, like you better not be getting your items then is all I'm saying. Yeah. A huge shout out to my wife. She came up with this idea the other day and I, we were going back and forth. We okay. were like, I don't know. What are we going to do for the kids? We were, same, same type of worries. We got to yep. get it early. And we're normally, we wait for the, the Christmas bonus to come in. Okay. And that's what we use for the Which the might gifts. be too late. Yeah. Which might be too late, right? And that was one of the things we've been discussing and we're trying to figure out what are we going to do? How are we going to do this? And she came up with the greatest idea. I heard her ask the boys one day. I was downstairs mm. and I went walking up there and I just looked at her and I said, wow. Mm. She went to them. She said, who's your favorite content creators on YouTube? Because all they do is watch YouTube. Ugh. They watch different people, different dudes. Cesspool. YouTube's a cesspool. Yes. But, but when, you know, like yep. FGT kids, like there's, mm-hmm. there's kid shows that they watch. Sure. And kid gamers and stuff. And I was just like, holy crap. What a great idea because there's no backups on that stuff. You, like, we can get their FGG, FGTV sweatshirts or mm. do all these other things. Like, we could do that type of stuff instead of toys and things because you're not going to be able to get that type of stuff. Plus, I don't want any more toys in my house. I'm like, I'm done with fucking toys. But, yeah, you can always get a Glock 9 jersey. You know Glock, Glock 9 oh, shirt, we have, but that, but, we have but, so but, many toys. I totally agree with you. Like, but yeah, but like, I anything. was like, holy crap. Like, that was such a great idea because mm-hmm. that'll help with not having... That'll help with the burden of like, oh, I got to wait until this day because I got to get this toy or I got to get this or yeah, I'm, sure. I'm going to be able to get it. And then the, on the other side, you know, the boys are easy. Mm-hmm. With them, it's... At this point, I could just get a Microsoft gift card. <laughs> you know, they're and done. An FGT sweatshirt and a Glock 9 t shirt. Oh, and sold. An Pro hat or something. You know what I mean? Like, boom, done. You know, they, Ronin watches one guy for, for Minecraft. Carter nice. watches one for, for Apex. And they, they got some swag. You're guy. good. Yeah, get some swag. Boom, Microsoft gift card. There. The, and the girls just get, they, all they, they're into lip balm. Oh God! Everywhere. Oh <laughs> so, God! Yeah, so. my, my son's in the Fortnite, so V Bucks it is. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what it's gonna come down to, and and I, you know, I'm like, and she's like, well, they gotta be able to open a gift. I'm like, yeah, I'll get a card, we'll wrap it, and they can open up that, and it'll be a gift card. And trust me, Carter sees a hundred dollar gift card there for you know he can buy Apex and Fortnite stuff. That's gonna be a the Christmas that he'll remember forever. Sure, like I'm it's sure. not like you know us as kids where it was more like that <laughs> tangible thing you know yeah no no definitely definitely understand but yeah that's where that's <laughs> i i would suggest if your kids have anybody they watch go that route because trying to get whatever game or whatever mm-hmm. toy or whatever the hot you're not going to be able to get that stuff yeah it'd be way. interesting to say the least cool all right well i things there we're at an hour right now which is fantastic see we found something to talk about outside of realm royale today look at that worked out well um anyways guys from myself glock and goldie thank you guys very much for joining us for episode 64 of dads and gaming we'll see you guys next time take care peace peace